0: Welcome to the Monday Morning Tears Cast, the first, best, and only podcast about the goings on of the Monday Morning Tears Fantasy Football League and Fantasy Football Playoffs. Folks, it's our semifinal week, and as always, uh, well, I guess not as always anymore, considering Mikey is slowly trying again to usurp. Uh, but I am your frequent host, Daniel Kite, manager of Vice President Alvin uh, Kamara Harris. And uh, we're here, breaking down the quarterfinals action, looking ahead to semifinals this week. Now, because this is a podcast of winners, uh, we are only having winners on today. Uh, and we, we may deign ourselves to talk about the, uh, the losers, those who have fallen in our wake. Um, but really, as we have the final four uh, players in this year's league, uh, I can't imagine who else it could have been other than the four of us. Uh, one obvious absence uh, here. But uh, first off, I will introduce our glorious number one seed, the man who has kind of led the way and won now for seven consecutive weeks or eight consecutive weeks now. It's just been a a nonstop role for him. Uh, Taras Gamaniuk is back on the podcast. Taras, how you doing?
1: Doing good. Good to be back.
0: And we also alongside him have uh, a man who was – you know, number one in the power rankings for a lot of the year fell off a little bit towards the end, but is still staking a claim to be the most dangerous team in our league after putting up the most points or second most points last week. We've got Paul V on the pod. Paul, how are we feeling today?
2: Chill, alright,
0: okay. Did you say you were chill. That is the exact opposite of how you came in three minutes ago.
2: <laughs> you know what? You said save it for the podcast, so I'm just waiting for you to call my name.
0: <laughs> for for the record, we're going to get a lot of Paul hot takes here today. I think Paul's going to just kind of try and set the league on fire a little bit. I think, you know, he Paul, you earned the status as league darling amongst uh, many of the uh, losers in the league. Uh, I think you might burn some of that reputation today. I'm excited for it. That's fine with me. So let's, let's get into it, actually. I'll, Paul, I'll, I'll go straight to you here. Uh, let's talk about your matchup from last week. Uh, you put up one of the strongest weeks of all the managers last week, and you knocked off Kimbert's team, 107-70. Uh, you know, recap your matchup for us. Tell us about some things that, uh, you know, went in your favor, some things you're a little disappointed in. Uh, tell us about how your matchup went.
2: Uh, yeah, no, it started off okay, decently. I was feeling pretty confident Um, as the... Um, as, um, so I believe Saturday was right that Indian Abbott played and Cooper Cup ran right in for that um, last minute garbage time TD. Uh, if he didn't, Taylor, do, he, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Why am I saying Cooper Cup for Taylor? Um, yeah, if he didn't do that, I'd probably be a little nervous going into Sunday's matchup because, um, yeah, I know uh, New England's defense was shutting him down pretty well. And then, that garbage time that last drive, he just, yeah, he made a cut back quick, you know, and just bypassed and just two. Yeah, and, um, I'm happy about that. Um also the downside of that matchup was uh Jamar Chase found uh, under one point um for the week for the first time in his career. I
0: was, I was almost right on our prediction. I got one of the players right, just not the second one.
2: Uh <laughs> yeah, so um that was a little tough to see, but uh you know, hopefully I was just happy that the rest of my team could pick it up and um, carry it on, right? I'm happy that, you know, his players didn't really show up and I got lucky because of that. Because Mixon didn't really show up that much, got like six and a half points. Um, and who else? Uh, Gordon didn't do that much either. So, you know what? Like, all in all, um, yeah. I felt like the match, I thought it'd be a little bit more closer than it was. Uh, i happy that, you know, I snuck out with the win there.
0: Yeah, a lot of Kimbert's players flopped really hard last week, which I think was always a risk, especially with uh, Seahawks going up against uh, the Rams, who are a pretty stingy defense. And then, you know, Denver's a pretty hard-run defense. KC's kind of picked up their uh, defensive game, even though they still allowed a lot of points. Uh, you know, it was always, I think, going to be very difficult for Kimbert to uh, to beat you there. So uh, I'm, I, I can't say I am surprised. Uh, seeing you come out victorious this week uh and i wasn't surprised to see taras come out victorious either but goodness gracious that scoreline uh i mean the projections were about right and how far apart y'all were but they just needed to shave about 40 points off uh, of each side uh so taras maybe you can break down for us kind of how the past week went for you and i, I got to imagine there were some pretty major disappointments there
1: yeah i mean <laughs> clearly wasn't a great week uh one of the one of the things I said, I, I'm probably going to lose if Pittsburgh shits the bed, which they did end up doing. Yep. Um, but still, uh, Mark Andrews recovered for the rest of my team. Uh, I think other than Andrews, everyone pretty much underperformed. Um, Chubb. Chubb got 15. He missed a touchdown that he should have had because of the offensive holding. But if you actually watch that game, he didn't play all that well until the second half of the game pretty much. Um, so, yeah, it was quite disappointing. Some bad moves on my part <laughs> with Kirk. the def- defense starts um, and probably should have started Kirk, but Ayuk's been so hot that uh, I don't know if I if I would have switched it up beforehand. But, yeah, it, mostly thanks to Chris for shitting the bed more than I did. <laughs> Got me through th-
0: Yeah, just seeing, like, almost, like, half of his points come just from Justin Herbert and then everyone else doing basically nothing. Like, uh, you know, getting close to a uh, John-like performance this week. But, uh, yeah, I got to admit, like, and then you had Kyler Murray in that weird game. Like, somehow Arizona losing to Detroit, which has got to be the strangest result of the year so far. Like, I don't know what the hell Detroit was doing right in that game, but... I mean, you got to have some confidence that that's not going to happen to Kyler Murray again. That feels like a weird aberration game.
1: Yeah, that was baffling. Kyler Murray aside, just Arizona looked like a terrible team. Uh, th- th- everyone questions how good they are with the record they have. It's, that's, a, I think, I think that's a legitimate uh, argument to have. Like they, some of the games they just look flat out terrible. Um, I can't believe that it's just hopkins being out uh i'm not not sure what what the reasoning for that poor performance was
0: yeah like it's it's weird i feel like every team this year like every contending team has that one weird game where they've played horribly against a bad team like i know like the bills lost to like jacksonville this year i think at some point and new england had some baffling losses early and green bay Got their asses kicked by like a uh, neutered like New Orleans team of feel like back in week one, like it's it's been a funky year where it feels like there's a lot more parity this year, which I know they always like to say that, but it feels more real this year, which honestly makes me a lot more nervous trying to predict the outcomes of our weeks because it just seems like so random as to how teams are going to perform.
1: Yeah, I I agree with you. It's been like that pretty much all year. Um, I do like a pick'em league for work, and you you essentially bet against the spread, and it's been wild pretty much every single week this this year. Uh, I think there was like one or two weeks where it was kind of in line with what you would expect, but every other week there's like a Jacksonville team blowing up Detroit. Like, how do you lose the fucking Detroit?
0: I know it's it's pretty embarrassing. That's why I can't have any faith in like the Vikings either. This like. Letting them kind of march downfield on him. like it's like, it's uh, it's no good. I don't know how you lose to Detroit. And Paul, Paul, I know. since Terras brought it up, Paul, do you have any hot parlays for us this week?
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I got one. You guys actually want to hear it? Let's Break do it. it, down
0: it. For us. Do it.
2: Okay, so I got tonight's game. It's just a free ten dollar bet from Bet Three Six Five. I got uh the Forty ers at negative two and a half with uh over 35 going over thirty five and a half points. Uh, Debo scores a touchdown. Kittle scores a touchdown. Uh, Kittle over seventy-one and a half receiving yards. Uh, Foreman uh, over fifty-two and a half rushing yards. And then both teams combined for over four and a half touchdowns.
0: All ten right. bucks. That's a hot parlay. Yeah, yeah. ten bucks
2: pays two twenty. So hopefully, you know, I cash out.
0: It's an interesting strategy to go for. Like all the uh, to to say that San Francisco is going to win and have all those receiving yards, but then also have titans running back getting a whole bunch of rushing yards it seems like game script wise that would be the opposite
1: yeah i agree
2: yeah but at the same time i just don't know like i mean like with julio and and uh is, are they even healthy julio and aj brown
1: they're both they in. They
2: are,
1: they're both they're, they're both 100 percent, right yeah i mean julio's gonna get hurt first snap yeah. Of the game, yeah
2: Honestly, I still think I still think uh, uh, Foreman's going to get some rushing yards. I don't think uh, I think he's going to break off for a couple big ones. That's all I really need for him to make fifty two and a half.
0: Yeah, fair enough. That's a, I think that's that probably the most risky part of that uh, parlay, and I yeah. am going to hope beyond hope that uh, Debo Samuel does not score a touchdown uh, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think that's a pretty good move. And you know, again, Tony D'Onofrio, uh, fourth uh, winner of this week. He's not here to chat with us about his victory, but I know there's someone here that would love to talk—not just about Tony's victory, uh, but Obi John Kenobi's loss. Uh, and so, um, I just want to give the floor to to Paul here because I think Paul's got some some fun little uh stuff to tell us here. So, Paul, t- talk to us about John's week.
2: I mean, <laughs> it's all a good, you know, good love and everything like that. But you know, he came at me a little hard last week. With um and you know I wish I heard his part of the segment before I recorded mine because I kind of felt like I took it a little easy on him last week because I didn't hear his part yet. But um yeah, your team being uh you know the only upset of the week, I just find it you know kind of just crazy how like you know someone can cause somebody up but then drops like the lowest points of the whole entire league for the whole entire season. You know even though I I get it yes. You know, you lost Derrick Henry, but like, come on, you gotta, you gotta put in some work there, bud. It's
0: it's a pretty, honestly, remarkable week to have so many guys put up so few points, but like, not the guys that you would anticipate. You know, like yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Evan Singletary being his highest score with 16 points is is pretty wild considering you know Brady, Daryl Henderson, Mike Evans, and Hunter Renfro are all in that lineup. Like that's 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 wild to me.
2: It really... I mean, yeah, and I remember during last week's podcast, I thought... I, I, I said it myself that Singletary was going to be relevant, but um, he was the most relevant guy on his squad that week.
0: Exactly. I know. I thought that was funny, too, after seeing uh, Singletary score a couple <laughs> of those touchdowns. And, man, I just... I feel so bad. I just... I, I feel like I had this matchup pegged well last week where I thought that they would both be low scorers. It just, I, I I just switched them up, basically. I just got the, I picked the wrong side. And and if I'm being honest, too, like, looking at the way Tony's team performed, and I, I mean, I was right about Dak Prescott. Uh, I think I had a decent lead on, uh, you know, the rest of the receivers there. Uh, Sanders and Jones definitely performed a lot better than I thought they might, or at least to their, you know, baseline expectations. Um but I, I again like to see Tony score 80 points was not the surprising thing for me in this matchup it was definitely seeing John's team and really just that god awful Saints and Buccaneers game uh on Sunday just like how horrible a game that was and how just it ruined I'm sure many people's fantasy playoffs
2: Yeah for sure I mean yo I was so I wanted to ask you to play that you don't remember you remember the movie remember the Titans Yes, remember that movie where that one that that one thing goes na 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 nah. hey, hey what did the
0: I don't know if that's what they talking, talking about a
2: specific yeah, movie it's it's from Remember the Titans but they sing that they sing that song at the funeral at uh, oh, when okay. uh, when um when um whatever his name the white guy the uh, not the
0: qu- I haven't the seen that movie in like two decades I can't I can't no. help you that much. Oh. Does this doesn't seem Sorry.
1: appropriate for a funeral. <laughs> I, it, I know, doesn't, it, it doesn't. Contrast.
0: I mean, I guess it is like <laughs> waving goodbye to a certain extent. But, like, but it's like a, it's like a mocking stuff. It's like a
1: mocking goodbye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way I wanted to use it. But I'm pretty sure when you sung
2: it in that movie, it was in a softer tone with a lot more pain in it. You know what I mean? That's the way that I wanted to use it. I wanted to use it as a mocking goodbye to John. on That song in time. So, you know, John escaped it this time. Maybe I'll get him next year.
0: I'm not gonna lie. I kind of want that to happen at my funeral, just as, <laughs> as I get set into the ground. There's just a crowd of just sarcastic onlookers, just sarcastically waving me off as I get lowered into the ground. That sounds Every- kind of like my perfect ending.
1: Everybody's gonna start off the speech with the welcome. <laughs> we'll, we'll lower the butthole uh, bowl with it oh, with, with your shit. casket
0: yeah just have it mounted right on the casket that sounds perfect oh, yeah. that's hilarious uh but uh yeah i mean I, I mean i i feel like i've told the entire league about how my matchup went last week uh we got kind of me just kind of live reacting to uh cooper <laughs> cup going inferno mode and uh really getting very wine drunk uh in the late afternoon. Um, Watching all that happen, Uh, definitely the most scared and most nervous I've ever been in a matchup in fantasy football just because of, one, actually being in the right time zone to uh, watch all the games, and two, just, you know, how close that came. Uh, I don't know if either of you have really ever had that experience in a fantasy football matchup, just to see, like, this... You know, have an opponent who has almost their entire team playing on the last week, uh, the last day of games, and just seeing it all come up. But it's uh, it's a real horrifying, just stress-increasing uh, thing. I believe my Fitbit ch- topped me out at about 115 BPM as I was watching it all. Uh, so it got, to, it got very stressful over here, but I'm happy I pulled it out, snuck it out, thanks to Brandon Cooks, my main man now on the COVID-19 list. Love that guy. Uh either of you two have thoughts on, on me and Andre's matchup?
1: I was going to say, I think you got to thank the Washington coaching staff for giving that snap to Patterson on the touchdown. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I thought Gibson, I thought it was over. Like when they, when they were in that like five first and goal, I thought Gibson was getting a touchdown.
0: <laughs> yep, me too. I uh, certainly <laughs> did. And like honestly, when I saw Darius Slay trip up their tight end and he just hit his knee down at the one yard line, I, I yeah. audibly screamed no uh, yep, throughout yep. our condo. Like it was bad. Uh, I, <laughs> it was very nerve wracking, but uh, thank God for Jarrett Patterson.
1: Yeah, I don't even know who that is, but when that happened, I thought the matchup was over. So that that's good for your heart. But I assume that's when you hit the 150 <laughs>
2: on oh, your okay, Apple yeah. Watch. What was that? Would you say you hit 150 or 115?
0: 115. Not what? Not wasn't 150. <laughs> was that match? It was 150. I might have to call the hospital. My bad. My yeah, bad. I, I bad. mean,
2: because I mean, 115, but like that's some people' with resting rates. You know what I mean? Like. That didn't seem like you were too too anxious there at one fifteen. No, my my resting rate
0: is like fifty five, man. That's like double my normal heart rate.
2: Fifty five. this guy rolled. Uh,
0: <laughs> But What's it called? Uh, <laughs> He's an elite what
2: athlete. Was <laughs> what was I saying? Um, Noble. Um, because Adrian Peterson did not get that goal line touch, I unfortunately lost my other week by two points, and I was really upset about that. But however, um, watching that, um, watching your matchup unfold, bro, I don't even know how you stuck out that win, brother. Like, you were, you were up by, like, seven points with, like, everybody still in the fourth quarter, but with, like, seven minutes left to play, bro. And, like, what, like, six players playing? Or, like, five?
0: I think it was, it was his flex, his two running backs, quarterback, and Cooper Cup. So I think it was five people. Yo,
2: to have five players not be able to get one point when they all have, like, seven minutes of game time left, you know, that was... Yo, you escaped the miracle win right there, brother. I'm telling you, that's crazy. I, I don't even know how I would feel if I was in your situation. I would have cracked open another wine bottle for sure.
0: I, I, if only there was one more. I think we had run out on that last one. So, yeah, oh, it definitely dark. was a possibility. But I, I it's hard. I, I want to feel bad about this week. But, like, it was – I snuck this out with, like, all my three top running backs completely just, like, failing me and still was able to pull out kind of 96 points, which I feel like has kind of been a bit of the story of my season. You know, uh, just kind of being consistently around that 95 to 105 range and then just kind of being able to sneak things out or, or you know, react to a, a fortuitous matchup from my end. But yeah, it was uh, it was very nerve-wracking, and I'm really hoping that this week's matchup isn't that nerve-wracking. And, and you know, speaking of next week's matchup, Let's uh let's get into it. Let's start talking about this upcoming week. So, Taras, you're you're up against Tony this week. Uh I'll ask you the same question that I asked you last week. Uh 1 to 10 on a scale of confidence, how are you uh coming into your matchup this week? I
1: mean, after last week, I'm probably at a 6, 5, I don't okay. know. It D- depends on what team shows up. If if my guys play like they normally do, then I should be all right, but There's been a lot of choking on my part, so Uh, I mean, still confident, but hopefully I have more than one or two people perform. Um, If that's the case, I should be all right, I think.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's nice that uh, you at least have Madison there ready to back up uh, Alvin Cook now that he's going to be gone for the week. Uh, looking ahead, it looks like, you know, Lamar Jackson might not play again. So that means Mark Andrews is probably going to double his expected, his expected points. Uh, I think if I was you again, maybe this just goes on my, my season long, uh, anti Tony stance, which is weird. (laughs) It's just fortuitous, but like, I would feel pretty confident if I was you, I think Kyler Murray, that was like in like a one-off week. I don't think we're going to see that kind of performance again. Nick Chubb is still going to be featured in Cleveland. Uh, Najee Harris has a nicer matchup this week against KC. Uh, I think I think there's a lot that will go right. I mean, it'll be interesting to see if A.J. Brown pops off for you a little bit here. That might be a, uh omen for how the week will go for you. But uh, I think there's a decent amount of reason for you to feel confident here. Is there anything about Tony's team that you're maybe a little bit worried about?
1: You kind of hopped into my uh, how do you think I'll win the week is A.J. Brown. I kind of slotted him in there just to make tonight interesting. Well, Um, Well,
0: you can talk about A.J. Brown a little bit more towards the end then, yeah. yeah, But yeah, yeah, thinking of Tony's team, do we have Uh, uh, any worries, any concerns?
1: uh, I mean, Tony's team, Jefferson's an obvious concern. He can go off. Goddard is apparently the number one option who gets fed nonstop. Um, all, All his players have the chance to go off and they're all they all have pretty good matchups it looks like i don't see any any terrible matchups on his part um but yeah my, my biggest worry would probably be jefferson although i, th- I think uh, they said cousins has a cracked rib so maybe they feature the run more and yeah. try not to get him hit but
0: and i mean he'll be shouted by jalen ramsey probably all game too
1: that's true. Yeah. Without The I, I I assume Thielen's still not back, so that, that would make sense. Yeah, but no um, biggest concerns: Jefferson, Goddard, uh Jones. If those guys are have mediocre games, I should be okay.
0: Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment of the way things are. Uh so then I'll I'll switch over to you, Paul. Uh I, I I'm gonna dare you now. You gotta start talking some shit here. One to ten. What's your confidence level going into our matchup this week?
2: Well, yo, I'm actually on the app right now. I'm going to drop a cue. I'm going to pick up a quarterback right now because I need to, because in case Jackson doesn't play.
1: But um, – What about
0: Jimmy G? You don't want Jimmy G out there?
1: Zach Wilson. Zach is, yeah. Didn't someone play Zach Wilson? <laughs> oh, man. There you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's a call. Zach Wilson um,
2: season, baby. Jimmy G is okay, man, but like I feel like because like his targets only really like I mean Debo doesn't really do much catching nowadays because he switched to running a lot. So with the running ball, like like Jimmy G doesn't really get uh, the points for uh, Debo rushing and touchdowns, right? So it's mainly just Kittle now, and I feel like um...
0: yeah, and I guess to be fair too, like Garoppolo is grappl is playing tonight too. so you probably yeah, don't well, wanna like put uh, him in now just in case Jackson can start, I guess.
2: no, yeah, but I need to drop him because if he plays, then I can't drop him right? right. so yeah, but aside from that, uh I'm gonna say my meter of uh, confidence level right now it's not as high as because you know you got a really good team too, but I'm gonna hit it with a uh, um a six point nine
0: very nice, the mm-hmm. nicest rating. Yeah. So why why are you lowering yourself down a little bit here? Is it more because of the quality of competition or is it more just because you think you're – you're? there's some more question marks about your team?
2: Well, um, you're trying to lure me into dissing Kimber's team right, with the quality of competition here. Uh, um,
0: it doesn't matter. He's done. He's a loser.
2: He not care about Kimber anymore. Uh, yeah, no, majority nah, nah, of it is, nah, uh, nah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> your team is, your team is, I think your team is definitely a lot better than, um, uh, Kimberts. Uh, I mean, you got Island that can go off at any time. Um, Kamara too, the same thing. Um, and honestly, it's just that like, I just feel like you beat me last year in the semifinals. Uh, uh, no, the consolation, the third place consolation, uh, game, you beat me there and then you beat me this year. As well, and I just don't know if I have a good track record against you. With um, and because that means you're basically going head to head to find out what trade who lost and who won that trade during earlier in the season. Um, yeah, no, like, yeah, my confidence level is not as high as it is last week because you do have a lot of X-Factor players on your on your team.
0: Paul, can I tell you something? I'll, I'll let you. What What do you think my confidence level is going into this matchup? I, I'll. I'll, uh, I'll I want to, I'll, I'll ask both of you what you think. So, Paul, what do you think my confidence level is going into this? I would method? say it's between five and a half to six.
1: He's trying to Taras, mind fuck you. Karas, what do you think? He's going to say uh, 9.5.
0: <laughs> 9.53. Genuinely, I think my confidence level is somewhere between a one and a two this week. Stop uh, the fuck up. I'm so serious. I think you're going to stop me this week. I am not excited at all.
2: See, you're saying that because it's a reverse psychology thing, bro. It makes the win a lot more better for you if you end up pulling off this win. You know what I mean? That's just why you're doing. You're just you're psyching. So much,
0: uh, <laughs> You're right. Yes, but also like this <laughs> strictly. I know. I know we were chatting a little bit, and you said fuck matchups. But my matchups this week are straight up horrible, and your matchups are almost universally plus ones. Like I think there is so much more opportunity for you to have. It is more likely that you will score, I think, hundred and forty points than you score ninety points this week. And I yeah, think I will be lucky if I can put up hundred. I'm not. I just. I'm not feeling it at all.
2: You're definitely gonna drop more than a hundred points, though, man.
0: I. I don't think so. Like, again, Allen and Diggs. And Like, I'll. I'll. I'll save that for for later on too. But I think the the New England matchup against Buffalo is gonna kill me. Miami's run defense is surprisingly good, and I don't even know if New Orleans is going to have a quarterback next week. Uh, you know, uh, Brandon Cooks might be on the COVID list come Sunday, and then I've got really no one. Happy to, about that. Fill in for him. So, God, I'm I I just it's all trending down, man. It's all trending way down for my team.
2: Yeah, but fantasy is fantasy, brother.
0: Anything can happen. It's true, but like it happens, I, 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 man. I think if you put a gun to the head of everyone in our league and asked who do you think is coming out of this, like you got to think that you're coming out of this over me. I don't. I yeah. I would be surprised if anyone would have me favored this week.
2: Um. Yo, you're right. You you know you're right. But it, I I I still think it's a sixty forty matchup. I'll take the sixty. I'll give you the forty.
0: You're being generous. You're being really really generous. I think. I mean I, that's especially we'll sleep. what
1: sleeper has it.
0: <laughs> oh really? Sleep? Exactly. Really? Yes, sleeper has sixty forty. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. But again, I think that's a real generous matchup or a real generous interpretation of how the week will go, but, uh, I mean, you
2: haven't done me wrong yet, so I can't really, you know, I gotta, you know, boost you up a little bit.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Well then, uh, let's, uh, I'll, I'll go back to you to I'll ask you the next question. And this is where you, you, provide some bulletin board material, uh, for Paul or I here. So uh, I like to always ask, you know, who do you want to face next round? So Let's envision a world where you win your matchup against Tony, and you're going into next week, and you have your, you you just know by the end of let's say Saturday for somehow that you're gonna face Paul or me. Uh, which which team do you hope to go up against in the finals?
1: I mean, if I want to win a championship, it's probably your team. Um, again, just looking at matchup wise, I think Paul's team has pretty good matchups next week. Whereas yours aren't as great, so just just from that perspective, my best chances are against you. Um, I think this is what happened two years ago, and it ended up me and you in the finals. So I'm hoping for for a repeat. But from uh, from a just an interesting week perspective, uh, going up against Paul would be good. The two top scoring teams in the finals. I, I think that's uh, that's some justice right there.
0: Yeah, that sounds fair. I I am actually low key a little bit confident if I do make it into next week because Buffalo will be up against Atlanta who has like a horrible pass defense and could see like Josh and Stefan just go crazy. So I I'm actually feeling like I I don't think I would make it through this week, but I I feel like if I don't, I'm I'm winning the third place week again. Uh, be, you know, just right where I belong, just winning third place every year. Um, but I I feel pretty good about my matchups next week. Uh but well, you know, obviously I have to make it through there. Um Paul, if you had to pick between Teros or Tony, uh which team do you want to face next week?
2: Uh obviously Tony. But um like Taras was saying, if I do go up against Taras, uh, it would be one for the books for sure. I don't think we've ever had a first and second place in the finals, have we? For the for the for the seasons,
0: I we'd have to go back and check that. But it yeah, yeah it doesn't really work um, out that way where it's just been the top two seeds uh, ultimately actually face off in the finals.
1: Danny, dig into it.
2: I think just uh, for running back versus running back, uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be one hell of a matchup for sure. Even though he he has like the elite of the elite running backs, um, yeah, I would like to see that match go down. But obviously, if I had to choose who I want to play, yeah, I think I would smash Tony in the next round if I play him.
0: Yeah, I mean that's I think that's got to be the obvious answer. I'm I'm on the same uh, ship there as well, just because of how much uh, stronger Taras' team is compared to Tony's. And uh, yeah. although I do kind of love the idea that of me just talking shit about Tony's team. Uh, all year, uh, somehow inadvertently, and then it ends up we're facing each other in the finals, and then him beating me in the finals would just be kind of a a perfect (laughs) ribbon on the year. I think
2: think that that would lead to next season you cannot talk shit at all. Because last year you spoke shit, and you got
0: It's funny, because it's like, I don't even think I'm like talking shit. Like, I think I'm just (laughs) saying things that are true and happening, but it just ends up coming out like that, and then it just, it just kept squeaking by. It's just been a long way. So it sounds like, <laughs> I wonder if he makes it through next round, if he will come on the podcast, if that might he drive won't, him. Like, won't, if, if, won't. if I win and he wins, will will his apparent hatred for me drive him onto the pods? And th- really, that's all I want, is I want all our guests coming on here out of spite and hatred, not from a place of kindness. Uh, so <laughs> that would just be an <laughs> all-timer. I think it would be perfect. <laughs> But, uh, gents, we're, we're we're getting close to the end here now. Uh, I'll get, ask you about some X-Factors, and then we'll do some parting shots. So let's go to Taras first here. Uh, you already touched on it a little bit. Uh, but hearkening back to last week, uh, f- please fill in the blank uh, with as much detail as you see fit. I will win my matchup if...
1: Uh, Casey and Pittsburgh go for a 60-plus point shootout.
0: Right. Just, uh, again, banking on that uh, Pittsburgh def- uh, offense, just kind of lighten it up.
1: Heart and soul of my team, baby.
0: See, I, I have the exact opposite because I'm still starting the Chiefs defense. So I'm, I'm hoping that uh, that geriatric Ben Roethlisberger throws like four picks. I'm, I'm very invested <laughs> in that.
1: He probably will, but all 12 passes will go to Deontay. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there you go. And the other twelve will go. Or we'll go to Harris.
1: Hopefully, he has that many. But <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. And then I will lose my matchup this week if
1: uh, AJ Brown gets hurt on the first quarter of today's game.
0: <laughs> so it sounds like you're losing your matchup. <laughs> are,
1: are you? Are you, uh, are you guys doubting this decision that I did putting I, Brown no, I in mean, today?
0: Definitely the highest upside player. I think he's the right move.
1: But do I need upside or do I go with the floor right now?
0: See, that's the the thing though. Like, I don't know. I think you've got enough guys that have boosted your floor. I mean, it's already pretty high. But like the defense against Tony is like, you know, his blow-up weeks, right? Like he'll he's either, you know, the lion or he's he's a mouse each week. Uh, yeah, so
1: play against the blow-up, which is play Brown.
0: That's what I mean. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. play Brown to defense against like that uh Low out matchup.
1: Yeah, I mean that—that's my perspective as well. But we'll see. It's a gamble. I think yeah. Kirk is a safer player, especially with Hopkins out. But gonna hope that Tannehill just just lasers Brown all day today.
0: Fingers crossed. And then I'll, I'll handle Tony's side of it here. Um, and you guys can maybe agree or disagree with me based on what you hear. But I'll say that uh, for from Tony's end, I will win my matchup if, let's say two touchdowns from T. Higgins. I think uh, Baltimore has been kind of brutal against the pass recently, uh, especially with Marlon Humphrey going down and a bunch of their secondary being injured. I could absolutely see T. Higgins having a 20-plus point game uh, this week, so I could see uh, a lot of good things coming out of that. And I'll also say that if I'm Tony, I will lose this week if uh, the Giants' defense shows up. Uh, just because... Oh, you know. I know, sorry, Paul. I, maybe you can speak that <laughs> a little bit. Is that, is that a thing that, that happens? Does the Giants' defense show up? Who are they Definitely playing? Not. They're playing uh, the Eagles.
2: You know what? Divisional matchups, the Giants tend to like surprise me sometimes. They might. They might. I think the Giants... I, I'm going to put it right now. The Giants are going to drop like 13 points on defense.
0: Okay. So you're thinking yeah. it's going to be a good performance from them.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go out and okay. pick up Giants D? No, hell no. I got Dallas D starting Dallas.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone knows Paul loves the Giants D, so.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, any any disagreements there or anything that maybe either of you two kind of see in Tony's matchup? Taras, is there anything that you see in Tony's matchup that might be the X factor here for you?
1: No, that, that that's pretty fair. Gi- Giants D stepping up would be a big blow to him. Um, T. Higgins... I think both Higgins and Jefferson, either of them going for two TDs will fuck me pretty badly. But um, yeah, no, generally agree.
0: Fair enough. And I'll, I'll go to you, Paul. Let's uh, let's look at your team here. I will win my matchup this week if
2: if Lamar Jackson plays. <laughs>
0: Damn, breaking Wait, that it's... one out again, eh? Yeah.
2: No, th- actually, Kimbert was the one that brought it out last week.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And he's still lost, even though Mournette didn't play.
2: I know, I know,
0: I <laughs> know. So you just, think, you just think if Lamar plays, uh, it's, no, it's game it's just, over?
2: I was just looking through the pool of quarterbacks. It's not really a lot of people that I can trust out there, man. I need Lamar to play. I mean, I might be able to just catch someone that's, you know, from the wire right now that I pick up that can luckily drop a lot of points down, but it's not really looking really good right now.
0: I'm not gonna lie. I am low key hoping Lamar plays and comes back like before he should, and is just like really hobbled and injured and oh, can't man. run or anything. That's what I'm really hoping for.
2: Yeah, I know. See, it's always dangerous to start him too because the game he got in like 1.2 points. Yeah, like and I end up losing that week. That's right. Yeah, no. So it's very iffy. Like I might not even start him if he's questionable. Like I don't know, but it's like I have to start him, right? Like I can't, I can't sit him if he's playing.
0: Right you know. So then let's let's look at the inverse then. Uh, so you will lose your matchup this week if...
2: Uh, Jonathan Taylor does not drop over 22 points.
0: So you think Jonathan Taylor needs to hit his expectation for you to win? Yeah. See, I disagree with that because I think you have so <laughs> many guys that are probably going to exceed their expectations. I mean, that I
2: okay, you want, me b- what, you, want me to, you want me to burn the wound a little bit then?
0: Yeah. Okay, I'll
2: lose this matchup if Robinson... And Jamar Chase don't get a touchdown each.
0: That's what I was looking for. That was the answer All I right. was looking for. Okay, there you go. Because again, I think that would just that would be some perfect ass symmetry and just show me to be the 4D chess player that uh, I obviously believe that I am. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's definitely would be handbrake. So I'll, I'll do it quickly for myself, and Paul, you can react as you see fit. Um, I'll say I will win my matchup this week if the Bills figure out the Patriots' defense. Uh, because, again, I think Allen and Diggs having big games are going to be really, really crucial for me. And even if they have, like, a decent game, I think that's good because I, I know their projections have them still kind of projected as QB1s and, R, and R, uh, WR1s. But, like, you know, it, it seems unlikely uh, you know, I'm not going to base too much off their last matchup because it was that crazy rain game where no one could throw the ball. So yeah, I, I don't think that's a great indication, but uh, that game just, was insane. I, it was insane. And that's also kind of why I'm not sure who I'm going to start in my flex. Like if I want to put one of the Patriots running backs in there just because how much they ran over the Bills defense. Uh, that, that's another thing I have I, uh, the, that's how I'll lose this week. I will lose my week if I can't figure out what flex to play, because I am really torn on my flex decision this week.
2: Uh, I mean, Pollard showed you up last week, man. You might have to drop him in.
0: I want to, but like, I it's... I... I I'm not some great fantasy football genius. Most of my decisions are just based on, like, two or three experts who I follow and just kind of look at their rankings. And none of them tend to have Pollard ranked anywhere nearly as high as a bunch of the other running backs that I have ahead of them. So, like, like, again, narrative-wise, it makes sense. You know, I lost in the semifinals last week because I didn't start – or not last week, last year because I didn't start Pollard. I should start Pollard this week to make sure that I win the semifinal. Like that—that's how the narrative structure works. But uh, you know, I, I can't—I can't bet on that. That just seems too unlikely.
2: Uh, if he drops like a twenty piece and you leave him on the bench this week, uh, you're think, gonna be so butthurt.
0: I don't think anything would make me more butthurt. I think I'd have to bring back the butthurt meter, uh, which hasn't been on the pod for a while. But I think it would definitely come back. If uh, I lose my matchup for not starting Tony Pollard, who scored more than all of my uh, starting t- running backs uh, last week, uh, so maybe yeah, that's sweet. an omen. But uh, let's we'll leave it at that. Or you know what? I'll give you gents a chance at some parting shots here. Uh, you know, you can talk shit about your opponent. You can talk shit about anyone who lost last week. Oh, actually, maybe quickly too. Let's get some predictions for the Butthurt Bowl. Uh, so we've got who's who's uh, who are our our major losers uh, last week. It's, uh, it's uh,
1: Mikey and uh, Nick.
0: Right, yeah. that's right. Uh, quick predictions, uh, Paul. Who do you think comes home with the butthurt bowl? Mikey does. Yeah, I think that's probably that's where I fall. Taras, you agree?
1: Yeah, I mean, with Fournette being out, I'm sure he's fucked. Did he draw Fournette? Uh, I don't. Oh, he see. put. He put. He might have put him in, yeah. in his IR.
2: Yeah. He wanted to have Fournette as a keeper if he dropped Fournette. Yeah, I was, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah that would uh, be a bold move. I would, that would make that trade pointless. That trade that happened, that would make it so pointless. Like, <laughs> yeah, it seems no. we'll
0: actually probably know a lot about this matchup by the n- end of the night because uh, Nick is starting Foreman, Wilson, and uh, Kittle. So we'll yeah. have a pretty good idea of what Nick's outlook looks like um, by the end of the night. But yeah, I think the three of us all agree. Mikey's going home with some hardware uh, again this year. Just the wrong hardware, but uh, you know he deserves it. His uh, team was by far the worst this year. Uh, so, with with that in mind, then speaking of you know talking more shit, uh, now we'll get to parting shots. Um Taras, I'll start with you. Is there anyone you want to uh, you know take your shot at, or anyone that uh, you want to you know shout out? What's up?
1: Uh, well, I th- so I think this one's a, a little overdue, but. The the criticism that Mikey got from both you and Nick is just baffling. I think Danny kind of called you out on it, but that trade that you and Nick had was just outright atrocious. At least there's some sort of rationale behind what Mikey did. Sure, I'm on the other end, um, so obviously I'm going to defend it. But <laughs> the trade that you guys had, uh, like, I don't know how you guys can defend that. Um, so yeah, that that's my parting shot. You guys gave Mikey so much shit and everyone just kinda let your trade sneak under the radar no <laughs> one called it out. Um I-, I thought out of everything that happened, even Steve's and Chris's trades, I thought that was the most blatant one out of all of them. But um, I'm pretty
0: Paul, you have it. you want to chime in on that? Um yo
2: Steve's and uh Steve's and uh Chris's trade uh the back and forth with Swift that was that was uh that's what set everything in motion for all the rest of the stuff that happened man and um you yeah, know that trade was bad but um I I,
1: I get I I get Steve and Chris setting all that in motion but like nicks and Kite's trade was just like a fuck you guys we're doing this <laughs> no, you that... i
2: yeah it was but <laughs> fuck whatever i guess whatever. <laughs> It
1: happened. <laughs> I, I just don't I it. just don't think kite, kite got <laughs> enough shit for it. So I'm I'm just bringing it out now.
0: I mean, the shit that I got was losing Hopkins. I, I think that's a, a decent amount of shit that I got.
1: I think through the how
2: heated kite got after your trade with with Mikey, he went through enough, enough, enough pain bro in his head, bro. I feel like this was snapping all over the group chat, bro.
1: That whole entire, that whole entire weekend. Well, well, I think that that's why no one, no one said anything after Yeah, trade. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, either the, other than Danny calling him a hypocrite. <laughs> but,
0: yeah. Uh, Danny did in, in the group chat, uh, in the Signal group chat. I think pretty he's come out pretty strongly against that trade and how uh, lopsided that trade was. Uh, so I mean, it hasn't happened in the... but there, there has been pushback on it. I won't lie. <laughs> it, it
1: it was it was a fun season, but. <laughs> um, I, I just had to over. bring that. It's not over.
2: All
0: well, um, any any parting shots you want to take? No, I just want to
2: have a. I want to offer you a little. Uh, you want you trying to do a little side bet for this week?
1: Oh God, I'm okay. in. I'm always in for side bet. What do you want to do, Paul? I
2: mean, I mean, just my matchup. I mean, if you want to do one two Taraz who do you think is gonna win between Steve
1: and uh, and um, Danny? Let's do. Uh, let's do Kimber and Andre. How's that? Kimber, Kimber and
0: I. Are they even going to start their teams, though? <laughs> I guess, like, they kind of picked, like draft position, but I don't even think they're paying attention this week. Yeah, yeah I can't, that's I can't,
2: fair. I can't bet on, yeah, no. Nah. I'll, I'll go Steve and, uh, and uh, Danny. Uh, Danny, yeah.
1: They're playing for a draft pick, right? The yeah, first overall pick. pick.
2: All right, what do you want? Uh, what do you, what do you want to do? You want to do 25 bucks or you want to drop a 50-piece? <laughs>
1: Let's do let's do twenty five. I'll give you, Steve, with a ten point spread. You'll so give me you. You want to give me Daniel? Oh shit! I'm gonna to have to call Daniel after this, man. Hold on. Uh, Let me see <laughs> this matchup right here. Let's see this matchup. Give me one second. I pull this matchup right quick. Uh Danny, Danny, Danny. He he's Steve's favored by nine and a nine and a bit right now.
2: Steve is favored by nine and a bit, yeah right. Uh, projection. Give me – we'll do 25, but give me uh,
1: 14 and a half.
0: <laughs> no, that's way too much.
1: Wait. W- wait. You're saying I, – I so want I, line. Give, I, I yeah. want I to pick Danny, and I'm giving you 10 points is what you're I'm taking, doing. Oh, you're taking Danny? Yeah.
2: And you're giving me plus 10 or minus 10?
1: Plus 10. Oh, minus 10. So Steve has – Minus to win. 10. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. So So – just to set it straight, Steve has to win by more than uh, 10, 10 points. 10 points, yeah. Yeah. All right, 25 okay. bucks. 25 We're bucks. Around. Okay,
2: now, now Kite, okay, what's really good? You want to drop a 25-piece between our matchup? No,
0: because <laughs> if I lose our matchup, I don't want to lo- lose more beyond what I've already lost.
2: Yeah, but if you win, bro, and then you lose next round, at least your buy-in is only like half the price. You know
0: what no, I mean? I have noticed. You, you heard <laughs> my confidence level. I'm, I, I'm confident all this week.
2: Okay, you know what? All right, I'm going to put that on my phone right now
1: with Saras. All right. Let's, Let's do it. Notes. Danny, if you're Let's listening, go. your team better fucking perform. See, buddy. I was
0: gonna say, there's some, now the real stakes are on here now. Yeah. Oh, Atlanta defense. Come on, man.
1: There's nothing better. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's. I'm oh, looking for a KC replacement, and there's really not much out there. I, I don't know if you noticed, but I was playing defense
1: with defenses.
0: <laughs> I saw uh, that. Had, like, really I like, had John's th- got, like a whole bunch of them. Like, ugh. I had three you... at a time, just out of
1: keeping them away from everyone else.
0: Oh, I noticed. <laughs> okay, Yo, hi, you're editing this tonight.
2: It's going to be on tonight. Uh,
0: we'll we'll see I need to figure out after the record but okay uh, well
2: Steve if you're listening um, obviously you're going to hear this before your Saturday matchups or Sunday matchup whatever that is Um, I need you to pull through bro. I need you to slap Danny at least by like 22 points
1: I want to make that win sting Steve. (laughs) let's go Danny (laughs) nah
2: nah nah
0: nah (laughs) 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 I love it boys I love it well again thanks for coming on uh, you know what? Hypothetically, both of you might be on uh, back here next week. But, uh, I mean, I got to say, I'm hoping I don't have to talk to both of you next week. Um, but in the event that we do, we'll be back here looking at the semi-final results, looking at the butthurt Bowl results, looking at the finals in our league. But until that time, keep crying.